0: today I, hey for the first time ever having to control the board for the morning show nothing blew up
1: kelly jordan out today and uh brian riley stepping in and making sure things went well
0: well is the key word
1: i'll say that and uh we had a fun show today we found out some wild stories honest god i'm gonna say we met one of two people on earth today
2: yeah dude, that, that was had crazy
0: wild story uh we had that we also what else did we have um you had you did the baby it's just me that was actually interesting i killed that that no, that was hey i, I I killed that. If Kelly's listening right now, step your game.
1: (laughs) Better grow eyes in the back of your head. (laughs) And we also found out uh, how my my tips for speaking in front of people. That was in the first break of the day.
0: Yeah, that was a lot of fun. We have that all coming up here on the podcast. My favorite
2: morning show. Morning show. It's Kelly and Wood. Kelly and Wood in the morning.
0: It's Wood's big bag of questions where you have a list full of questions Mm -hmm. and we pick a number and we get the question. And we got to figure out our answer for that.
1: Now you already picked out the questions. I want to give you a little bit of heads up because this is your first foray into that's, it. Sometimes I just right. like to throw it at Kelly. That's but right. For you, I want to. And this was actually a pretty interesting one. It got sent in by Peter a while back. Said, "Just give us one crazy fact about yourself. Like, what's something crazy about you that you know nobody would even think about?"
0: Okay. Well, I have. I have. I don't know if this is the same way you want to go, but one weird fact is that my cousin was in the NFL. And like, okay. le- and like a legitimate football player in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And he, he was a, probably on your fantasy football roster. Kenny Stills. And he's not like a third cousin twice removed. He's my legitimate first cousin. We grew up together. We're three months apart in age. And the only difference is he's 6'4 and I'm 5'4. And very fast, too. And yeah. We were, when we were younger, I was competitive with him. Then, okay. he, then he hit a growth spurt. And then I didn't. So that would be one. And the other one is... So if you uh, picked up your phone right now, could you text him right now? Yes. Okay. I could do that. That's legit. Yeah, I could do that. And the other one is, uh, I really enjoy going to a gas station and smelling the smell of gasoline. Really? Yeah, I don't hate it. Ever, a lot of, some people say it gives them migraines or it's just like a gross smell. Gr- I, like, I don't mind it. I actually enjoy it too. It doesn't, it's not off-putting
1: to me. Now, I'm not sitting there huffing it, No, you know, and no. Then, you know, going on a bender, but I, I, it doesn't, honestly, skunk doesn't bother me either.
0: Really? That see that one kind of if you run right over one Well, if you run over it's so strong then it's off. But like pungent. if you're going down
1: the road and you see one like on the side of the road and you knew it got hit like a couple hours beforehand and you catch just the whiff, yeah. That doesn't bother me. It could be, yeah, it it's could be bad. It's wretched, but if I, I've never been sprayed. Like,
0: I've heard being sprayed by a skunk is horrific. What do they say? You got to soak yourself in, like, tomato juice? Yeah. Or something along those lines? That's the only way to get it out of you? And it it's something about, like,
1: the acidity of the tomatoes
0: is what actually, like, takes it off of your skin. I had a buddy that had a dog that got just hammered by a skunk. And he said that he had to do four separate baths of tomato juice. Oof. And he said it cost him like a hundred and something dollars on just straight tomato juice for how many baths he had to do for his dog. That's not good at all. No.
1: Uh, so, Someone texted in. It says, when I was four, first time, or not first time text, I need your name. When I was four, I drank gasoline
0: on accident. Ugh. My parents caught me. Oh, that could have been horrible. How? Johnny, Johnny. There it is. How do you get, like, how? What, what do you do? Like, why? At what point are you going, you know what? Let's take a swig of this. Ah, uh, But maybe, so, all right. I
1: one maybe here's one weird one. Because I share all my weird stuff. Everybody knows all mine. Yeah. I didn't chew ice for years. Because <sighs> once I was at a bowling alley. Yeah. And I had a cup of ice and I was chewing on the ice. Yep. And a buddy of mine spit his dip in it. Oh. And I tossed it back. I, I literally couldn't even think of ice. I'm getting queasy thinking about that. Oh, I, I, I. I I tossed cookies, man. I couldn't do it, man. Just flat out couldn't do it. Other people texting stuff in, other weird st- st- things about, I like to eat ketchup. Uh, well, I think every, oh, by the bucket full.
0: Ooh, that's Ooh. I have a buddy that does that. He'll squirt it into his mouth and just like dip, then eat a fry afterwards as like a chaser. Just <sighs> wrong on so many levels. Uh, speaking of, you said you, you hadn't chewed ice in a while. My yeah. aunt was told by my grandpa growing up that uh, she choked on her milk one time. She goes, you know, it's because you didn't chew it. So until she was like 23, she chewed her milk. It wasn't because it was like thick or curdled. She would just chew it to make sure that it would go down the right pipe. (laughs) Oh. So she would drink her milk and just. That's disgusting. (laughs) Uh, Chew that for a while. Here's
1: another one. I have a scar on my forehead from when I was 10 and thought it would be a good idea to use a hot glue gun and glue a (laughs) pearl onto my forehead (laughs) I used too much glue, ripped it off because I couldn't stand the pain. Now I have a scar on my forehead, which will never go away.
0: That's a good one.
1: How did that, like, not... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like,
0: it would, like, my brother used to have a nasty scar on his forehead, but that's, like, healed. Yeah. I just... How deep would that have to be? Like, you had to have get, gotten that thing in there, glued it real tight, and then yanked it right off.
1: I'm 27 years old, and I still have one of my
0: baby teeth. Ooh, I I, think I've heard good. that. I've heard that. There's there's like something where people just don't grow and they, dentists are like, well, you can leave it or you can get a, a covering for it. So do you not have the adult tooth behind it? Uh-uh. It just stays baby. Like that, honestly,
1: got like you want to know something that like freaks, me? It freaks me out that when a baby is born, they have their adult teeth in their head.
0: Is that a thing? Yeah. That's not a thing. Yes, it is. You're lying. Uh, dude. Maybe it's just,
1: I, fine. I will I will carry the mantle today. Maybe it's just <laughs> me with that fact. Other people still texting in uh weird stuff. I had a winning Oreo during a promotion. My package, my Oreo won $10,000. That is That's sweet. Bad. That's pretty cool. One of my eyes is blue and my other eye is brown.
0: Uh, what Max Scherzer, a yep. pitcher uh, for the whatever team he plays the Mets, for now? I think he is. Yeah, he I, has that. It's it's actually I think that is such a cool thing. There's an actual. There's another actor that has one too. I can't think of it off the top of my head, but yeah, the green. It's like green and blue, or sometimes it's green and brown, something along those lines. We got somebody on on hold right now. Wait, so this text is lying. Okay, uh, Steven Texas. I've never burped in my life. That's fake. That's impossible. That's fake. You're telling me you've never once chugged a a pop or a beer. And then at the end of it went,
1: I'm fine. Says, it, I don't know why. I've asked doctors about it. and They say it's not a big deal. Man, hey, I,
0: I don't know about that one. And by the way, uh, Craig texted in and goes, Google x-ray pictures of baby heads. That's going to be a very, <laughs> it's going to be weird when the, the, the tech guy goes, why were you Googling that? Yeah.
1: Uh, I've, don't worry.
0: I've Googled worse. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to all that. Uh, we got somebody on the phone. What is something crazy that, uh, about you?
2: You know what? I actually love the taste of black licorice. There's just like something about it. It's so delicious. And people always look at me crazy when they see me snacking on it at work. Uh,
1: my mom likes it.
0: Yeah. I think it's honestly I my ex-girlfriend's dad was a big black licorice guy.
1: I think it's like one of those things like you either have to like really like it or really not. Like it's like cilantro. Like cilantro oh, yeah. for some people tastes like like my dad hates cilantro. Because it tastes like soap. Yes. And, and that, it's something like forty percent of people.
0: That's like a chemical imbalance or something. That's why yeah. they have it. It's a chem my brother and I both like cilantro. My dad says it tastes like soap, and same with his brother. So I wonder if
1: maybe that's the same thing with black licorice. Cause people who seem to like black licorice like flat out love it.
0: Yeah. I'm out on that. All right. I'm out on that. Uh it's the big bag of questions. Something crazy about you that you really like. All right, we got that for you. It's Kelly and Wood in the morning, and uh, we've got all that and more for you as I find the right button.
2: (laughs) Ah, I gotta find the button. My favorite morning show. Morning show. It's Kelly and Wood. Kelly and Wood in the morning.
0: Wood's big bag of questions, and today's question, the weirdest thing that you have kind of going on with you. And we were talking about like liking the smell of gasoline, things like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, tons of texts rolled in. One of the ones was about uh, I.
1: They had different colored eyes, and then all of a sudden, all these cele. There's actually a lot of celebrities that have yeah. different colored eyes. Jane Seymour, okay, she has like a small one. Elizabeth Berkeley as well. Nice. Um, Mila Kunis. I didn't know that.
0: We're not staring at her eyes, I guess.
1: Apparently she had an eye infection as a little kid and it flipped one of the colors of one of her eyes. Dan Aykroyd as well. That's, That's one crazy. of the reasons he wore uh sunglasses a lot.
0: Oh, that would make a lot of especially in like the Blues Brothers, things like that yeah. uh, early on. Kate Bosworth,
1: uh, she does as well. Other people texting in, they're unique things. Miranda, I love the smell is skunk. There's another one. Uh, another one. Mary says, Hey, don't watch yourselves.
0: <laughs> Black licorice is awesome. Like a shot of Jägermeister Oh. I you, you take a shot of Jägermeister like soberly. Yikes. You're, That's one of those, like end of the night, you want a shot of Jager Like uh, one eye open type thing. Yeah, you might as well.
1: Amber texted in all my baby teeth grew in hollow, so I had thirteen cavities filled in my first dentist to visit. Oh, oh. Ah, ah. But my adult teeth are fine. That, that is wild.
0: I, I just looked up the babies with teeth. You're right. That's the most terrifying thing I've th- don't, don't, don't take it. That's my... Baby. Ah, my, my, my. <laughs> that, that part is crazy. Uh, we got somebody on, on hold right now. Mm-hmm. Aaron, you you said you have something interesting that happened to you. What happened, man?
2: So, the weird, cool thing about me is um, that I was actually born without a soft spot. So, I was literally born hard-headed. Wow. And I have a scar... Yeah. And I have a scar from ear to ear. And for the longest time, I, I was ashamed of it. And, like, but... According to my mom, I'm, I'm lucky to be alive because there was only like three doctors in the USA in 1992 that could perform the surgery needed, and luckily one of them was in Michigan. Wow. That is, that is like some yeah. butterfly effect stuff, you know? Okay, so what,
0: I'm not, I don't have any kids. I don't know. What's, like, why is that a bad thing to not have a soft head? Because, dude, if you've seen like a baby being born, you understand why. Like, uh, by the way, wow. shout
2: out to your mom. She's the real MVP <laughs> of this story. Um, yeah, so it, it, the a baby having a soft spot, it actually helps, the, like, the brain grows as a baby, and if the baby's born hard-headed, the ba- the brain can't grow, and it pretty much crushes inside the skull. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. And so the, the, the soft spot allows the skull to expand with the brain, and you know and at like i think 2 years old is when it, the the cartilage actually forms to uh the bone right dude yeah. i would never be ashamed of that that is such a cool
1: thing that yeah. you had man that is awesome where's your scar at may i ask
2: um it goes from ear to ear uh, and up over my head. See,
1: I got a huge scar on the top of my head too. You know, obviously not that big. No, but hey, hey, we're car carrying, well, man. We got it. No one needs. Don't be ashamed, brother.
2: So, yeah, I just I thought it was something cool, like you know. And I've met a couple. of I've only met one other person who has has had the the surgery. Think of that, dude. Like two people in this world that you know
1: of
0: have had that.
2: That is, I, I won't be ashamed. That's that's, that's awesome. one of the
0: craziest things I've ever. You hey,
2: today, hey man. Appreciate the phone call. Yep, thank you. You all have a good day. It's another day, another day. Wake up. It's Kelly and Wood. Kelly and Wood in the morning.
0: So the big game is on Sunday, or the Super Bowl, and it's the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Eagles. And... How many people you say were betting on the Super Bowl this year? They are saying uh, they are expecting $16 billion to be wagered. One in every
1: five American adult is expected to place some sort of wager. So now that Kelly's out today, I'm glad you're here because Kelly would have no idea on some of these. (laughs) And here's the idea is a lot of these prop bets are based on people that don't even care about football. Which is perfect. Right, because you can be like me and care about the game and want to wager on that, or you can wager on literally anything. If you're wondering, like, well, wh- how how far does this go? You can wager on what color of the outfit Rihanna will wear at halftime. Oh, boy. her first outfit, the first one she comes out in. By the way, black is the heavy favorite. I think gold is a sneaky call.
0: I, dude, you know what I'm thinking? Like a neon green. Could be something. Where's where's it happening at again? Arizona? Arizona. It could be red. Because the Cardinals, Mm -hmm. all that it could be red.
1: Or it could go with some more like pastel colors for the desert. You know, who knows? But you could wager on that. How about this? If you don't even care about the game, what about the coin toss? Coin toss, even odds. Heads or tails.
0: Tails never fails. Tails never fails.
1: You could go with that. I like some of these commercial ones. Which beer commercial We'll air first. Now, this is from when a game kicks off. That's okay. when it starts. Which commercial between Budweiser and Heineken?
0: Even odds, by the way. You know what? The Budweiser one always seems to happen in the second half. It, like Every time we do this, because we do a little spreadsheet, mm-hmm. and we'll bet, and then everyone throws money in the pot. Whoever has the most at the end wins the pot. And I always, like first beer commercial, I always write Budweiser. Because you think the Clydesdale's the golden retriever. America. Patriotic. Mm-hmm. It's always a second. Half. I'm gonna if I were to put money on it, I'd take Honekin. All right. That's my go-to. How about this one? Avocados
1: from Mexico or Hellman's? What? Avocado avocados from Mexico or Hellman's mayonnaise? Oh boy. Uh I didn't even know either of them had commercials. Avocados from Mexico is a heavy, heavy favorite. They always have a super because I know that stupid song, Avocados from Mexico.
0: (laughs) I don't remember that one ever. Uh, Ooh, uh, then I would take that one. If that's that, like at some point you got to take the. I'm going to take that one. You would take the favorite on that
1: one. M Ms or Pepsi Zero Sugar. M Ms the favorite in this one. Maya Rudolph just being their new spokeswoman.
0: I'm taking. I'm going to take the the Pepsi one. Okay,
1: we'll go with M and M's again, though. M and M's versus Doritos. Now, Doritos actually the underdog in this one. Doritos always does a good job with their Super Bowl commercials.
0: Yeah, they're they're so funny. They're they've been funny the last three four years.
1: That time travel one. Honest to God. In was, the cardboard box? Yes. That was so good. That was maybe my favorite one in a long time.
0: Do you, you're not somebody that like takes a sneak peek of the Super Bowl commercial. No, I hate
1: the fact that you can go on YouTube and watch some of these now. Oh. I
0: can't so I, them. Me too. I, it's, it ruins
1: the whole big game feel. Right. To me, I think that's part of like the fun of sitting there and watching it all. But there's other things you can bet on. You can bet on the color of the Gatorade that will be poured on the winning coach. Water. Uh, it could be... Uh, water, by the way, is
0: on there at plus 500. I'm taking water. That's a, I'm I, taking water. Orange is the heavy favorite. I'm always going to go with it's orange. It's never a color. Way. Here's the one. Here's the one that I think everybody will love. Chris Stapleton's doing the national anthem.
1: Yes, and I believe it is set at... The over-under is like two minutes and seven seconds. It's like two.
0: I, I saw 205 yesterday. Okay. But you're being close enough. Over or under Chris Stapleton, 205. I think
1: Stapleton is no frills kind of fella. I think people always go along with the... Yeah. Stable does not do that. I think he'll hit it a little bit, but I'm going to say
0: the under. I'm going to take the over. I, I'd be willing to actually wager like that one. I'd be willing to do something for.
1: Do you remember what was it? Anita Franklin. I think it was like the Thanksgiving Day
0: game. Yeah, and
1: her national. It was either a national anthem or America the Beautiful. Went on for like four and a half
0: minutes. Yes, I do remember that one. That but the one players had to re warm up after it. Did you say? Do you remember the uh, Fergie's national anthem at the NBA oh, we, we All Star game couple or weeks ago. <laughs>
1: We're not going to do that to everyone else. That, but one, that one was good. Either way, wage, you know, legally. We have to make sure we say all that stuff. But, uh, hey, there, if there's even if you're not a sports fan, find something.
2: Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for
1: Maybe It's Just Me. Now, allow me to explain here, all right? I'm okay. not going to say anything. I'm potty-mouthed because we got to clean it up.
0: Yep. But
1: if you've ever watched older stuff, you understand that it doesn't use the same language that we use today in movies. No. And every time I say watch anything around my mom, you know, why do they got to talk like that? But my mom was actually kind of right. In fact, it has exploded. Did you know the first movie to ever drop an F-bomb on air was MASH? Now, MASH, the movie that then kicked off the TV TV show. This was all. This was back in 1970. All right? So, I mean, like, you go all the way back to 1970. That's the first time a non-X-rated film in American cinema used the
0: F-bomb. Did the world just almost explode when it happened? Well, but you understand. It's like it
1: slowly became a little more, you know, Raunchy. acceptable and things like that. Like Die Hard, of course, you know, with his tagline, which we can't say out loud. Yeah. You know, that was one of the movies that was like one of the first times in movie in cinema history that that became like a tagline. The 90s is where it really took off. Right. Martin Scorsese with the movie Casino. If you had to guess how many times the F word was used in the movie Casino, how many times?
0: Uh, I, I've watched Casino. I like Casino. I'm going to say like 50 times. <laughs> oh, sweet child. 422 times. 400. 400- that's like the entire
1: movie. Uh, it's a lot, and other movies continued on to go on and on and on. Now, you I mean, you understand what it is. It's a mafia movie, so there is some of it. Uh, Uncut Gems, Adam Sandler's movie. Yeah, that was released back what in twenty nineteen. Yep. Guess how many times it was used in that?
0: Oh boy. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna two hundred and seventy five. Five hundred and
1: sixty times. Oh boy.
0: That's something you want to watch with your mom.
1: I But that still does not hold the title for the most in an American movie. Because there's a couple other movies in other countries that have used them more. Yeah. But in the United States of America, once again, it's Martin Scorsese. What movie has used the F word the most?
0: What's the one? That, it's the military movie. It was a huge... Apocalypse Now? That is not it. That's his movie, though, right? I
1: think maybe... This one came out in 2013.
0: 2013. More. The only other Martin, I don't know any of his newer ones. I, like, the only other one would be like The Irishman, but that came out way right. later.
1: Well, this one was The Wolf of Wall Street.
0: Oh, okay.
1: 569 times. Now, the movie's almost three <laughs> hours long, but I'll allow, you know, if you do the math here, so let's do 569, we should do math live on air, divided by 180. Okay. That's three a minute. More than <laughs> three a minute. That would,
0: and, and it's funny because I that just. That
1: includes, you know, uh, you, you your you know, credits and everything like that.
0: All right. I got one for you. Samuel L. Jackson known for doing that. Right. Okay. How many do you think he has done in his career? I'm going to say he's up to 725. You're not even close. Samuel L. Jackson, 85. Wow! 85 times. The only reason it's well known is because he he emphasizes it. Well, so that's why everyone's like, oh, he does it a lot. Do you know who has, who would you guess has the most? It's got to be somebody who's like, we're like
1: Quentin Tarantino all the time. Right? Or in a, the mafia movie. So I would say, I'd, I'm going
0: to say Robert De Niro. You're close. It's Kelly's favorite voice impersonator, Joe Pet. I'm Joe Pesh. On his birthday. On his, Joe Pesh. 272 times. Jeez. And by the way, uh, Leo has 144. Well, majority that, of those coming from the Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street there. So
1: 272 times. So when your mama tells you, hey, I don't know why they have to talk like that. We didn't have to talk like that. Guess what? Mama was right. And maybe no one cares about this. Mama, I did. I, Of course, everyone cared about it because I ain't Kelly Jordan. <laughs> and
2: ah, maybe it's just me. All right. Wake up. Just like this. Yeah. It's Kelly and Wood. Kelly and Wood in the morning. All
0: right. We're going to play two-second tune, which Wood has collected a, a few songs, two seconds of them, and I got to guess what they're from. Yes, sir. And you have a topic? Well, for this?
1: Y- well, yeah. You just tell me what song it is, okay. song title and artist. That's but you were all saying I that
0: need. you were saying that this is like there's like a, a theme to this one. There is. Now I gotta guess the theme too? No, 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 You'll 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 pick it up as soon as you start hearing who it is. Okay, so this is the first one. Mm-hmm. Two second tune. Here's the first one. Oh, oh, what is that? That's uh, uh... oh, okay. All I know snapping. I, I know. <laughs> I know it's Florida Georgia Line. Mm-hmm. Okay, I know it's florida George Georgia." Hold on, can I get listen to it again? Sure. Okay. Uh, I can. I can hear the words <laughs> in my head. What is it? Well, uh, sing it here. Some you for. I don't know all the words. Is it dirt? No, that's not the name. Is it dirt? Is that your final guess? Yeah, is it Dirt? That is Dirt. Oh, boy. Okay. So go I, ahead and play the whole one there. Okay, so the, the full song. Okay, I knew. See, I knew it was Florida Georgia Line. But I had. I forgot they have like a thousand number one. They games. do, actually. There's so many of them.
2: You get your hands yeah,
0: okay. That's get your hands I should have got that, but. You got it. I got. Well, I said I should have got it right away. Okay. I should have had it right away, but that's okay. All we, right. we, so one for one. I'm doing one for okay one so far. I'm doing okay with this. All right, what, what do we got for the second one? Here we go. Uh, two second two, and here we go. That's another Florida Georgia line. Uh, that one is. Uh, uh, oh, why can't I think of it right off the top of my head? <laughs> so maybe you should sing it. Maybe that'll help. Uh, uh, I got to do one more time. <laughs> round here, round here, Florida Georgia line. That's what it is. I knew that's what it was a great song that actually it really is i think that's the one that they open up most of their shows with when they opened it up they would just throw fireballs on stage those two guys would go they they put on a heck of a show they do they're they're a lot of fun okay two for two two second t- uh two second tune okay all right this is the third one mm-hmm. all right here we go two second tune let's see what we got oh that that one's easy meant to be that's meant to be by Florida Georgia Line, and B.B. Rexa. Dang it. That right? was it, right? Yes. Oh, gosh.
1: All right. You know what? You're, you're a little high on your hog here. Well, you got to be. Okay. I'm going to throw you here a bonus song. A bonus one? A bonus one. Oh, boy. And let's see. By the way, the theme continues.
0: Okay, so this isn't going to be like Florida Georgia. This isn't going to be uh, 1980s. Nonsense. No, no, no,
1: no. The, the theme would
0: continue here. Okay, here we go. Two-second tune. Bonus clip. Is this one worth seven points? Uh, sure. Okay. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> All right, hold on. Let's two-second tune. One more time. Uh that's Flow Rida. Is it whist? Is it called Whistle? Yeah! Is that what it's called? Yes! Not Florida, Georgia line, but it is
1: Flow Rida Georgia line. <laughs> There
0: it is. Oh, I was nervous about that one. I'm not gonna lie to you. I am really impressed.
2: Can you blow my
0: whistle, baby? Whistle, baby. Yeah, that's a jam too. Yeah. I, by the way, I'm not sure if this is completely and totally unedited. Uh, I think it's from my I, j- ju- I took a quick look at the layers. I'll, I'll, just, the t- I'll just turn it down. We'll go. We'll call it that. Two seconds. Uh, hey, I did okay. Now I kind of want to go head to head with Kelly. I, honestly, I think maybe you've earned it. I might have to. We'll see what happens when he comes back. We'll go head-to-head on two seconds, too.
2: Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood.
0: All right, it's time for the Trash Flash, where we get a trashy story with some trashy elements, and we put it up on the trashy scale for the Trash Flash. We're headed to Florida. California, my friend. So, I don't even know what... California trash.
1: There we go. That's where we have a scene going on. As onlookers were watching a gentleman go crazy in the parking lot. It's 3.20 in the morning, and outside we have 31-year-old Dominic Salazar. Now, Salazar is causing a mess. He's been yelling at people, throwing things, and was jumping on top of cars to set off their alarm. Jeez. Part of the reason was he wanted his girlfriend inside the apartment building to come on out. Well, as you can imagine, this upset a lot of people. They started calling 911. So when authorities arrived, sure enough, they could probably figure out who it was. First of all, Salazar's a big fella, six foot, two hundred and ninety-five pounds. Jeez. Now you think that's enough to make him see, all right, that's probably the guy. And oh yeah, he's also jumping on a car that we're looking for. Well, there's also something else. He was wearing a fireball whiskey costume. That's right. He was a six-foot bottle of fireball. By the way, he was also pounding fireball, and he kept screaming fireball, much like from the words of the song. Of Pitbull. Yes. Well, the whiskey outfit, by the way, which retails for about $45, is 100% polyester and is probably best for a Halloween costume, not a ruckus-causing getaway. <laughs> Needless to say, he wasn't hard to track down. Authorities went over, told Salzar to get off the car, and quickly arrested him.
0: That, that was trashy. Dress for the job you want, man. All right. So, this guy... Yelling fireball. Mm-hmm. That's going to be 100 points. Okay. 100 points on the scale. And then, what, what else? He was jumping on a car. Setting off the fire alarm or the setting off the car alarms. That's trashy. Yelling at his girlfriend inside to come out. All right. I'm going to give. If you're yelling for your girlfriend in the middle of a parking lot, seems trashy. That's trashy. I'm going to give that 250 points. Mm-hmm. That, that one is bad. Okay. Uh, on top of that, he. Was, well, what, what else was going on with him? Uh, how about the fact that he was throwing things in the parking lot? Yeah, that's 150 points. Man, that's trashy.
1: Point. He was also dressed as a bottle of Fireball. <laughs> I, I kind I, I of like that ball? outfit.
0: I kind of like that outfit, though. Uh, I so, 200 points. I'm uh, right. Yeah. 200 points. And he was drinking Fireball, which I don't know if we added that. I'll give it another 75 points for that one. Fireball. And, and he was arrested. Mm-hmm. So that's what? Another 75, oh, 75 points. You know, not, not that bad of a score. To be points honest. are the points. The points are the points. Today, a tough job filling in for Kelly with uh, the points. Today, our fireball drinking polyester whiskey suit wearing gentleman got himself a whopping eight hundred and fifty points. Trashy. Kelly and Wood. Now we got into it here. Yeah. We ripped their band-aid
1: right off. You're not Kelly Jordan, you didn't rap. Nope. But we found out maybe a tip for speaking in front of people. And, uh, well, you choked your first time. Yeah. I think I've done okay. But you know what? Listen to this, and maybe it'll help you out when it comes to public speaking. Your intern story,
0: though, I I haven't done anything like that. And I've never had a defensive end, former defensive end, you know, want to tackle me. Still, let me, what does a fireball (laughs) sound like? (laughs) Tell me. (laughs) We got that for you right now in uh, the first break of the day. Now, as we can all tell
1: instantly, you are not Kelly Jordan. I am not, no. Kelly Jordan still works here. Thankfully. He's just not here today. No. So he had something pop up last night. No big deal. By the way, he, he, that this is the problem. Like, if I ever say, like, oh, Kelly, he's not here for something. it's something wrong with his wife. No. Nothing's wrong with his wife. You know, they, they just got something that popped up last second, as we all do in life. Yep. And uh, so he will either be back either tomorrow or Monday. That's the plan. I so. got
0: so worried. Like, you called me yesterday, and you are like, mm-hmm. hey, first I thought I screwed something up outside of like the podcast or something like that nonsense and then you're like hey you want to do the show with me tomorrow kelly's got something going on i'm like yeah i can do it then at the same time i'm thinking this is like getting called up from the minor leagues to the big leagues nah no 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 not this show not this show it's like driving the starship enterprise except the only difference is i got not just this market i got grand forks to worry about Mm -hmm. fergus falls to worry about i press one wrong button this ship's going down but here's the thing
1: It has been well established that this show is, A, not well run, B, (laughs) not executed flawlessly ever. So, I mean, honestly, this is a good room to get out the kinks and just kind of, not experiment, but at least just kind of have a first go at it. Because, look, Kelly Jordan does things over there that I can't even comprehend. Hence, I'm not in here by myself. But, now, you are here. And so you were just, you can handle that stuff and we can just get through it. And that's how it is. We're
0: just going to glide through this whole thing.
1: That's how it goes. We'll make some mistakes. Things will happen. It'll be fine. The only thing we're missing is a wrap.
0: And we're okay with that. Yeah, I was going to say, are we okay without having the wrap? And it's honestly, it's
1: maybe, a, I don't want to say it's a good thing that he's not here this morning, but the <laughs> fact that he is not here this morning, we're able to uh, kind of open up other avenues. Because Brian Riley, you are a tattoo gentleman yourself, correct? That's right. Now, this is coming up here in St. Cloud. This is really cool. It's the uh, Euphoric Ink and Art Show coming up March 3rd and 4th. If you want any information, you can text in the word "tattoo" right now to 656WILD. It'll kick you back a direct link with all the information to the Facebook page and everything like that. Uh, This is a two-day event. It's got uh, a concert. There's a mini beer tour uh, tasting event going on with it as well. It's for all ages. There's comedians. Cole was saying there's a sideshow act, too. Yeah. Like sword swallowing and everything like that. Mm -hmm. So if they've got all that going on, plus there's going to be tattooing going on if you want to come out and get a tattoo. Or I think of these kind of events, and this is going down right here at the Park Events Center in St. Cloud. And I've seen more people go to events like this that have, let's say you want a tattoo. Back in the day, you wanted a tattoo. What did you do? You grabbed $60 and you went to whatever tattoo place you could find, walked in, picked out something on the wall, sat down, And got it done, right? Right. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. I have a Chinese, you know, order, (laughs) you know, thing on my arm and boom, we're we're good to go. Now it's more, more personalized, which is great, by the way. So I think a great reason for like these events and this is what I saw I went to my first tattoo convention earlier or I guess the yeah beginning of this year
0: last month right
1: yeah and it was amazing to see like how many people just walk around and look at people's stuff and to say all right this is what I'm looking for do you do this well you do what kind of this and talk to someone and then be like all right this is the person I want to go with and go yeah. And these are going to be a ton of local artists. If you're, and it's not only just tattooing. There's also uh, actual art show with mm-hmm. it as well. So again, text in tattoo to six five six wild get the information for this because I'm going to be there. And um, of course, uh, Fresh Skin Tattoos down the road from us right here. We've worked with them with our tattoo for a cause. Yep. Uh, they are going to be there as well. It's just a really cool event. If you have any sort of interest in this at all, and or if you're a baby skin like Kelly Jordan was. You go ahead and get to this event if you're thinking about getting your first one and pick it out and do it right.
0: And the thing, I want to go because I want to pick out my other half sleeve. Mm-hmm. Like I've got the one on my left arm. I got one more I want to get on my right arm. And I'm, that's, I say I'm going to be done. You're not. But we'll see what happens. No one ever it is. Yeah. No one ever is. You get nervous when you get in the chair. Then you get it done. You're like, okay, where's the next one going? It happens every time.
1: And see, like my parents were very anti- they like they were like, no, you don't need to do this. It's it's a bad idea. You you're not gonna like it. Yeah. Okay, fine. My brother was the first one to get one. He got one in the upper part of his back. Sure. And my mom was, well, that's not too bad. He got a cross. So he went with Jesus, right? You that's can't a smart go wrong play. That's a smart play. You know, he's a straight man. That, yeah, you definitely have cred when you go with that anyways i then jump in i get mine i get a lot more my dad actually got one he got the grandkids name on his arm there you go and i honestly thought he would have been the last person to do it now all the time he's like yeah i need to add more to it <laughs> like, what do you want i don't know i just gotta put some more stuff around there Are you gonna have any more kids i'm like no i think we're, we're probably done okay well then i can put something underneath two. it too. and it's just it's one of those things it's very cool yeah. I'm, I'm telling you if you haven't Ever if you have here's the other thing. If you have no interest in getting a tattoo, it's still a cool event because it's got the mini beer tasting. It's got the concert. Your ticket gets you into both days, by the way. So if you buy a ticket, it's not like you get in for Friday for the beer tasting event and walk around and do all that. You're then in for the concert the following day as well. It's an all-ages show. As I said, there's stand-up comedians. Jonah Maddox, friend of the show, yep. he's going to be de- there doing some stuff. It's a really cool event. So we'd love to have you out there. As I said, I'm going to be out there. Brian, I assume you will be there. You bet. Kelly's
0: even going to come. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Of- Text that keyword tattoo 656 or uh, whatever the numbers are.
1: The beauty of Kelly and Wood is that there's always going to be mistakes.
0: Right. Thank goodness. 100% right. Thank yeah. goodness. That takes so much pressure off of me.
1: Right. I, I've been with people that have demanded quote unquote excellence. Can I tell you one of the times I got yelled at the worst in radio? <laughs> what happened? So uh, all right, I, if I've talked about this before. I started my radio journey as a intern at a sports radio station in Atlanta. And I worked under some brilliant people Worked with some great people and learned a ton Well one of my jobs Was pretty much to be a gopher And a doofer right like go do this Get me this yada 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 Cool on the spot go get it done One of the days We we hired uh, Chuck Smith Now Chuck Smith if you don't know he, he was a football Player played for the Falcons for a long time He's actually like a defensive coach I think he coached With the Jets and everything okay whatever He's actually a really good guy he had zero radio experience zero and we hired him in and i could tell like he was super nervous and he wanted to do like all these things he wanted to kind of put his own spin on things which was great and so you know i'm like well how do i help you he's like oh you know i'm trying to get this all figured out and it was it was kind of unfair that he kind of got thrown in the situation where he really didn't know what to do yeah and i just remember we are 5 minutes away from him going on for the first day and he like Pushed the door open, and there I am. And I was called Big Boy Botswana. (laughs) Because that's what got. Now, remember, I was a fat kid, and that got spit out. Do you remember when Michael Vick got busted for an STD? He got busted (laughs) for an STD because he went to like a walk in clinic under the name of Ron Mexico.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, there was the Ron Mexico name generator, and I put in my name in this as like a thing on air, and it came back Big Boy Botswana. (laughs) Now I have no idea how this this computer knew I was heavy, but it did. And that stuck. I was big boy botswana. And he pushed the door open. He's like, Big boy. Yeah. I need a fireball sound effect. <laughs> and ran out. And I, I turned to, you know, the two other guys in the room. What the hell does a fireball <laughs> sound like? Yeah, I, I literally had no idea like if he wanted like a like a flame or
0: <laughs> Yeah, it's just I, any type of cannon sound. I, I I,
1: I, and I don't have to this moment. I have no idea why it clicked, but I was like, I know what I'm going to get him. It's not as easy as today. We could just pull up YouTube or anything like this. Right. It, it took like some steps in getting audio cut and getting it ready on a mini disc. And so I get it. I run back in studio like 30 seconds before we go in there. I was like, there you go. I was like, you know, I jump on the talk. Back, I'm like, hey, Chuck, I got the fireball. <laughs> And he's you know, giving give me the thumbs up back. He's like, when I point to you guys, I want the fireball. I'm like, cool. And he comes back, he's like, I'm about to get fiery on y'all and points. And I hit the button, and it's the Mario. <laughs> <laughs> you know where Mario throws his little <laughs> fire? <fireball? Yeah. laughs> <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> he stared a look at me that honest to God. Now remind you, he was a defensive end in the NFL. He was like 6'4. Two hundred and fifty pounds. Was he
0: still built like a DS? Yes.
1: Like I mean, he was still
0: ripped. Could have, could have played on Sunday if he wanted to. If he wanted, and he was even when he played, like he was a big
1: defensive end. Yeah. He looked at me as if he was going to rip me in half. (laughs) And and, what the hell was that? I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) fireball, man, he shredded me like I oh. can't believe, you know and honestly as soon as he got done yelling at me and walked out like and looking back on it I realized like he was also like worried about the moment of everything like right. this is my start into it and you know this is going to launch me into this and all that and I gave him a beep, 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 beep. hey whatever it is and like if that would have happened to us we would have laughed about it and you know maybe not on the first day I don't know but I've always thought of that as All right, fine. You know, somebody else makes a mistake. Who cares? Because I guarantee you the only two people on earth. And I actually take that back. Chuck Smith probably doesn't even remember that anymore. (laughs) But I remember it, you know, and I've always told people like that. Like, if you ever see anybody make mistakes, like, who cares? Like, even in like public speaking, you've done concert announcements. Oh, yeah. I've screwed up concert announcements. At the end of the day, no one's
0: ever going to remember. Did I ever tell you the first time I did a a stage announcement? It was (laughs) at Winstock. It was the year that Alabama was there. That's a big deal. And that was, the, that was the band that I was introing. And I was with a guy who, who works at another radio station in Minnesota. And he goes, do you want to do the intro? And I was like, yeah, sure, I can do this. No problem. So he hands me the mic, hands me the sheet. You get the sheet, and you get all your sponsors right on it. Got to hit the sponsors. And he goes, okay, so first thing you're going to do is you're going to get the crowd hyped. Then once they're hyped, you read the sponsors. I'll jump after that, and then I'll close it down, and they'll come on stage. Easy. Easy. Sounds like a deal. So you grab the mic, you walk out there, and I'm going, Winstock, what's up? Lights hit, and there's 15, 20,000 people in front of you, and all of them screaming, and then I lock up. And I'm just standing there there with one mic kind of like cocked to my left, holding the sheet, and I look over, and he just goes, Gotcha. (laughs) Because he knew for a fact my first stage announce was going to be the worst, and I'm trying to read the spots. I'm like, thank you to, and I'm reading through him, and he just goes, Give it up for Brian Riley. What a guy, right? And I'm just like, get off stage, sweating. He goes, you know, I've seen worse. I've seen worse. Hey, I'll take a C. That's yeah. how I passed high school. C's all the way. We made it through. It happens, you know? Intimidating. And here's the deal. You are the only person who remembers how awkward oh. it was. Oh, yeah. I hope so. There was 15, 000, probably 15,000 uh, people had a couple of beverages. At and that you
1: point. know, the thing is, 95% of those people are at least buzzed. You know what Gotta I'm saying? Be. They're yeah. having a hell of a time. Right. They don't, as long as you don't get up there and don't insult them or literally fall off the stage, no one's going to care. At that point, you could yell, ham sandwiches rule. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Like, they get
0: jacked up about that. Yeah, so. Maybe
1: one peanut butter and <laughs> jelly guy out there.
0: This guy has no idea what he's talking about. But,
1: you know, at the end of the day, that, so that's my whole deal. As long as you keep everything on the road, you're not rude, you're not offensive, right. eh, no one's going to care. Right. No. the my biggest one I always come back to is, do you remember it was a couple years ago? It was like when iPhones were still like this massive deal and any sort of announcement with Apple was like a massive deal.
0: Oh, yeah. You had to like stop everything.
1: And it was like the first time Apple was going to show off their face unlock like that. You could just hold your phone up to your face and it would unlock it. Yeah. And it was like this big deal. There was like a million people watching around the world. And that guy from Apple got up there and says, and this is how it works. And it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> and like he t- it took him like five tries to get it working. And I, I always come back to that. I was like, you possibly couldn't have a bigger stage. And this dude duked all over himself. <laughs> And what happened? It finally worked. Everyone's like, yes, this is amazing. And no one ever cares. No. no and that, that, that's my big thing about public speaking. I have zero fear of public speaking, especially when I'm with Kelly Jordan. Like when <laughs> we've had to do concerts <laughs> and houses together, my job literally is to make sure I don't give the microphone to Kelly if he's goosed
0: up. Well, we everyone's seen the video of him. You posted it again on the Kelly book. Yeah, yeah,
1: he got booted from Fire. But when he went on WeFest, Fest, he would he started going all the pretty people. Now ah, ah. I'll like, say, oh Lord, we we Kelly, we gotta we gotta announce a prize, man. But, oh, you know what? Love the guy, and uh, yeah, he should be back on Monday. But hey, uh, hey, fair enough. Russ says, hey, I remember Brian Riley's intro. There you
0: go. Hey, was it as bad? Hopefully, it wasn't as bad as I remember
1: it. Nah. It wasn't as bad. It wasn't as bad as me getting MF by Krip Moore on my way <laughs> off. So, yeah, you win some, oh. you lose some.
0: All right. Should we get into uh, today in history, all that sure. fun stuff? All right. Uh, back in this day, 1964, 74 million people viewed the Beatles perform on the Ed Sullivan Show. 74. You know how many people
1: watched the Super Bowl last year alone? It, I mean, it's. I think they're averaging this I think they're expecting this year like 100 million. So think about that. Yeah. And how many more people are on this earth
0: now than then? Now there's only three channels back then, but still. Last year was ninety-nine million for the Super Bowl. So you're talking twenty-five million less watching that in nineteen sixty four, which is mm. crazy. And you know, like being back on those shows back
1: then was such a big deal. Now to kind of do a little rock and roll history on you, you know the Who, the band The Who. Yep. When they went on that show, Keith Moon put some, like, explosives in the drum. Now, this is is like a famous video. He ended up causing, like, permanent
0: hearing damage to him because of that. Wasn't Keith Moon also the same guy that doesn't remember half of his shows? Well, he's dead. But He's dead like, now. But when he like when he was, they were saying like Keith Moon. There was no way he could remember half of them. He Probably. just went up and did it. He was a wild man. I mean, there's a reason he died early. Good, good for him. Yeah. Uh, back in 1969, the Boeing 747 flew its inaugural flight.
1: Okay. Now yeah. I, is that the one they're like trying to retire now?
0: I think so. Okay. I think so. That's also something that like Kelly would say he would know the correct answer to that one but right. then it would be wrong. So I'm going to say yes but it's probably wrong. Yeah, and guess what?
1: The textures always help us out when it comes to that kind of stuff. Yeah, thank goodness. And then I don't know what plane I get on. I just get on and if there's either some seats on some side, there's some on another. Big deal. Where do I sit? It's all the same. Yeah, let's
0: go, man. The sooner we're up, the sooner we're down. Let's go, man. Come fa- on. Fastest flight I've ever been on. Rochester to Minneapolis. 15 minutes. I've never gone up and then it was like we're now in the air. It's like, nah, yeah, we're descending. I was like, wait, didn't we just get up here? I felt I've been on a couple of like those little
1: puddle jumpers. Yeah, where there's like one seat on each side. Yep, I don't like those. It's terrifying. Like, well, anytime you like tilt, like the entire plane's like tilting. I nah, I'd I'd rather my planes be big, but I also like my space. So you know, a little a little a, little
0: a little b. And then uh, on this day, nineteen eighty-five, Madonna's "Like a Virgin" was number one, which. Trying to get audio. It doesn't really work. doesn't matter. That
1: was number one. Ah, look at you. Filling his shoes. And
0: then in 2011, Lindsay Lohan spent three hours getting her hair done before a court appearance and uh, pled not guilty to stealing $2,500 diamond necklace. Man, she just came off the rails. And now she's in Christmas movies. So everything worked out well for her.
1: Hey, you know what? A little, I, again, you just, you gotta just not so far in either direction. Keep it in the middle, you'll be fine. Yeah. And okay. she kind of did. I didn't, plus, I'd be real with you, and I'm not remembering correctly, I think her mom was a wacko, too. Was
0: it her dad? Like, had to have been. Child, I feel like parents of child stars, little off. Some. Britney Spears. I mean, possibly I, 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 that whole, mom, yeah, her
1: mom was kind of getting But into now that we're seeing stuff.
0: britney spears on instagram she might be the one that was crazy the well, whole time the
1: problem is and like we've seen this and i know that we don't have a ton of sports fans at times but like John ja Morant, his dad is like on the court every game and stuff yeah like sometimes and this honestly i got sick of michael phelps's mom during the olympics and stuff like it felt like she was becoming the story like no let your kid be the story like let your kid go you had your shot now, be happy for your kid. I'm not saying that. But you are you don't have to be the storyline. Let your kid be yeah. the storyline.
0: Let it happen. And then, uh,
1: Brian texted in from Grand Forks. He says, yeah, the last 747 was just finished. So, see? You're right, man. How about it? Texters always come through. He's
0: one for one. And then for the birthdays today, Creed star Michael B. Jordan turns 36. Uh, Travis Tritt turning 60 today. You're not even letting me guess. Oh, sorry. That's all right. Your age or who? Yeah, the ages. Joe Pesci. His birthday's today. Oh, crap. Oh, thank God Kelly's not here. <laughs>
1: i love the guy but god is joe pesci's awful he's up there now i talked about this the other day do you know he was involved in a possible murder for hire plot like a real one like a mobster type thing yes i believe it his his ex-wife literally paid a hitman to kill the husband before joe pesci now those details are a little sketchy on it but the guy got shot in the eye and lived what? And now he is like the stunt coordinator for the movie Avatar. Good luck pulling that off. Where else? What other radio station <laughs> going to hear that story with half-truths and maybes all throughout? Joe S- Pesci's got to
0: be like 78. Uh, 80 years old. Ah, all right. And then here, you might know this one. This is the last one. Eagles football star Vince Papali, which really wasn't a star, but, no. you know, uh, how old would he be today? It's his birthday. Ah, crap.
1: I have no idea because the only thing I can think of is Mark Walper. So
0: I have 52. This shocks me. 77. Holy crap. He's three years younger than Joe
2: Pesci. Three years. All right. All right. You know what? That's good. For we do him. it. Good for him.